you know, I'm grateful for life. I'm happy. It's July. But I'm not going to lie. That rhymes. But also, it came in like a wrecking ball. And no, that's not song of the day. But I just want y'all to know. July came in great. It came in crunchy. It came in, you know, ricocheted. And it's only our third day here. You're now tuned in to the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. When your head is in the clouds, there's always something sweet to think about. I usually always want the episode to be raw and real, you know, the mess ups and everything. I want them to be in there. And I don't know, y'all, I had to delete like at least four times a lot of what I had recorded. And it it just is what it is. And, you know, I don't know, July, you know, I don't know. Here's the thing, you know, like I said before, if you are someone who listens to the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast on a regular, June was cute. June was cool. It was wonderful. I felt like I was learning more about myself. I was planning for what's more to come within a year in a in a safe way for my mental because I'm not really someone who likes to think too far in the future as it has not benefited me but like literally I know y'all are like girl it's only the third day but it was like honey as soon as the clock striked July 1st I don't know then yesterday I didn't let me tell y'all this let me tell y'all So, I've been going to a grocery store as people do, right? And I saw I saw something called tahini, and I was like, "Yo, I want to kind of try that because what I thought it would be, it says it's you know sesame paste." So I'm like, "Okay, I like sesame." I was kind of thinking of the flavor in my head, and I was like, "All right," and I just you know kept passing or whatever, right? So finally, I got tahini with honey cool so you know tried that and literally almost died let me tell you something I don't know if it's the brand I don't know if it's the tahini itself but I cannot remember the last time that I have tasted something and I was not only disgusted but it changed how my how my flavor, how my taste buds were throughout the day. And I couldn't get the, sm- the smell. And then, here's the thing. I've been eating. <laughs> I've been eating for a long time, right? You know what I'm saying? I've been eating since I was in the womb, since I was developing as an embryo, right? And so I should know. And and naturally, and besides me knowing this, I always or often will smell something before I eat it, right? Because I have hope. Because I'm thinking, you know, it's probably the hope of June. You know what I'm saying? Because I have that hope. 
I smelled it and I was like, this does smell like something. It smelled a little off-putting. It had this like, you know how sometimes you smell something and it just makes you kind of nauseated. Like literally your 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 glands, you know. So I'm, I'm like, all right, whatever. My dumb butt, instead of doing a, you know, a spoon or a knife, a tidbit to try it, I'm just trusting me. I'm just trusting the universe and I'm spreading it on my bagel, my beautiful bagel. And baby, when I say I took a bite and it was not all right, I mean, y'all. I mean, we have to really pause because R.I.P. to my taste bud, to my stomach. And I and then not only did I try to scrape that off, I tried to recover it. The bagel was destroyed, baby. Thank God it was this, the one half. But I mean, I'm literally like, what did I do to myself? You know what I'm saying? It's the next day, y'all. And I'm like, why? And, and like, there's a certain point of no return where the toothpaste and the mouthwash doesn't even do anything. And so that's where I'm at with it. And so, like, I think I'm just probably at the point where it's also my nose memory, too, and the connection of the memory. I mean, like I said, I haven't, I'm trying to think of the last time where I've been to something. I was like, whoo, this is horrifying. I can't think of it. Maybe that's just because life trauma is taking a hold of my memory. But I'm genuinely serious when I say I can't remember. It was horrible. And I don't, you know, I don't know if tahini is something that anyone who's listening is familiar with and loves. But I'm sorry, whatever I got is horrifying. My goodness. July, you know, has come on in, right? And, you know, (laughs) hopefully we have a full moon today, right? It's a full moon. It's a super moon. And y'all remember, if you are a listener, we talked about super moons. Super moons are full moons that are closer to the earth and therefore appear bigger and brighter. This full moon, this super moon is called a buck moon traditionally it's called a buck moon because bucks antlers are in full growth by this point in the year also i learned that it's also been called thunder moon because a thunder moon represents the thunderstorm season of july which i didn't even know july was thunderstorm season so that's news to me um and I don't know if y'all know this. I didn't know this. But the word month takes its root from the word moon. And a month is defined by the amount of day days that the cycle of lunar phases happens. And I just thought that was intriguing because I didn't know, you know, month came from moon. I mean, why we don't call it month? That's beyond me. It would have been funner, I think, you know. Um, so I wanted to talk about 
um, the affirmative action thing. Okay, so, and this is so funny because not only have we talked about affirmative action before, we've talked about the supermoon, right? And I'm wondering now, did the supermoon and the affirmative action <laughs> uh, talking about happen at the same episode? So, you know, was that all about or whatever? Who knows for sure? I'd have to look back. I <sighs> July. Anyway, so the federal court has decided, the Supreme Court has decided, hey, we don't want affirmative action anymore. Now, we've talked about affirmative action because the last time we talked about it, it was Asians complaining and trying to use black people as a scapegoat is like oh we don't get a we don't get the benefits of affirmative action and we learned on the show and we learned hopefully just in general that affirmative action has never really been something that african-american black people benefit from right so now it's canceled out nobody can complain about it great here's the thing that i was i guess um i just was tired of seeing was black people uh, defend themselves and talk about that to other audiences. I'm like, it never benefited us, so why couldn't we just roll over and be like, yeah, or not say, yeah, just you know, sometimes I wish black people, African American people in general, would hear something, take a deep breath, side eye, eat some chocolate, and then go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, be unbothered in the fact that you don't have to argue with people about people, places, and things. Like, I feel like sometimes it's just endless, and I, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it's about. Which also makes me think about another gripe I have with people, which is taking one-fourth of a piece of information, not knowing if it's fact or fiction, and running with it. I mean, really sprinting. And, and you know... Since the beginning of time, people have been doing this, and it's just like, why? Why do people do this? And do y'all think that it's by the... Do y'all think that it's human nature since it's been going on for so long? Do you think it's because people can never just relax? Or do you think it's because people be bored, so they just you know, take things, they make a thing of taking things at face value. I really want to know, you know, I really want to know. This is why I don't like to even on the pod in real life conversations or online talk about certain things because as much as we wish and we hope things can be a surface have a surface meaning or a surface um image most of the time if not all the time there's something underneath underlining i mean that's why the word nuance applies to so many you know what i'm saying i don't know but i just that's the world i live in and i know it's tough. I have. I will never be able to adjust to that. I think that's what it is. I mean, technically speaking, what I just said is the reason why, you know, magazines exist. The reason why accounts exist. You know, 
online. So it's, it is what it is, but I don't like it. Book of the month for July is what looks like crazy on an ordinary day by Pearl Cleage and award-winning Arthur, African-American Arthur. I love this book. It talks about a tough subject and we'll get more into it on the next episode, but I really do like this book. I think you should get it. July book of the month. What looks like crazy on an ordinary day. Word of the day is rhythmic. It is an adjective. It means harmonious. It means an aesthetic or symmetric flow. Eurythmic. Quote of the day. I want to be able to trust, not live in perpetual self-defense. By Annas Nin. French-American essayist, novelist, writer, and diarist. the organization and the effort that people put forth the discipline the dedication you know what I realized about myself as an adult is I'm like yo you're not it's either I'm not as great as I think I am or I'm lazy and I've been coasting because I'm that smart you know here's the thing here's the thing you guys I I'm an absorber of information. Or I should say a sponge because there are holes. Things do see through and I do tend to squeeze and drain or whatever. Some of the unnecessary miscellaneous mess. But as I absorb information about people and I see the things they've done, I'm like, yo, people really be moving. I'm a person, you know... Of course, of course, I want to be organized. I want to be disciplined, dedicated. Um, All the words to describe an adult who is progressing to their greater self. But at the end of the day, I got to sit down. Like, I'm one of those people, I can, I'm a chiller, you know, I have to like some people can be constantly moving like every hour is filled and listen these are successful people that's why they are better than me but I oh you know what it is I think because I've always since I was probably four literally I think I can almost remember me telling myself like I've always wanted to live till I was at least like a hundred and maybe 13 or some shit. Maybe 175. Listen, here, what happened was, I was raised Christian, right? I'll say, you know, neo-Christian, you know. Not necessarily Baptist, but not necessarily interdenominational. And at some point, we got there. But I was raised, you know, neo-Christian. Um, so scriptures, you know, all that early. And when we got to the section (laughs) of, I think it was Sarah and Sarah, if you don't know, it was this woman and, you know, this man 
named Abraham. I think that's his name. It's been a minute, y'all. I'm a little crusty and rusty, but anyway, love his life or whatever. Couldn't have a child since we were on pregnancy. Um, but yeah, she couldn't have a child. And so to make a short story long, eventually she did, right? But she was like, when Sarah had her first child, according to this book, you know that book, she was like 90 or something. And I was like, when as a four-year-old, I remember like interpreting this like, yo, you can, anything is possible. Like for me, I was like, I, I think, and you know, as you, we all are, you know, in your thirties, you're, you're going back to these moments in time and you're trying to, cause you're trying to figure out how did I get here and there? Right. But I really think that this is all connected because I'm like, okay, if Sarah 90 and she finally got her child, that means people can live. And I think, you know, Abraham and them, they did live today with like 2000 or something. Listen, don't quote me on this. All right. Again, rusty and crusty on my biblical terms and stories but yeah so I was thinking like yo I can at least live till I'm like 150 or something and then when I as I was getting older this is leading up to something I promise as I was getting older I then there was a point where it was like okay you know what they might even have a technology point or they might have even found water where you can become immortal. And even though I'm going to live till I'm 150, I'm going to live forever. So I might as well just chill. You know what I'm saying? Like that was kind of my thought process. Because also when I was younger, I did have moments where I put pressure on myself. I think everybody does. And maybe that was another way for me to like make sure I didn't kind of kill myself or have a nervous breakdown I hear you know nervous breakdowns happen anyway because that's just how it be sometimes but it was nothing too crazy and so maybe that's I was trying to not implode or something like that but yeah I just as we as I come down from my point what I'm trying to tell y'all is that I just have so much admiration and respect for people who are so steadfast and so um, their concentration and their focus is always on point. I'm just not one of those people. But you know, I can sit back in my admiration now because before it was like, I felt terrible, you know, depressed. I'm not accomplishing things like the other people in my age group. Because, you know, I'm, I've hit 30 and now I'm 30 plus. I'm not just 30, I'm 30 plus. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, my goodness, people are accomplishing things. They're having these things. And not necessarily that I wanted those things they had, but I'm like, damn, it within my interest, should I have progressed by now? And I'm like, no, I don't give a damn. I'm going to be honest. You know, and this this is why we go back. Now we're going back to the pregnancy. Well, not necessarily pregnancy, but parenting is probably I have this spirit because you know when you're loved as a child you just you're just different you're not trying to prove something because what most people are trying to gain or or 
when they're trying to get, get approval or who they're trying to get approval from, I've already got it from. You know what I'm saying? I have the mom, the aunties, and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes a grandparent, you know, I don't need to go hard to prove something. And I think, and a lot of people will tell you, you know, they hope, even though, you know, no matter what kind of amount of money they get, they want their children to struggle a little because they probably don't want their kids to be like me, you know, someone who's coasting adjacent. And, you know, I'm not necessarily a dud out in these streets, but I'm underachieving for sure. For fucking sure. And so it's like, they're talking about me, but you know what? I don't even care because at the end of the day, it's it's my life. And I know that I'm going to live till I'm 175 or 4,000. And you can't convince me otherwise. You couldn't pay me a trillion dollars to think otherwise. And who knows? I may make this finest serum for everlasting life and immortality. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm different. And I just, I guess this is what 33 is all about. Did I tell y'all? <laughs> now we're now we're taking a journey, but I may have mentioned it before. People are beginning to mention it more. And in my you know, I don't really like repetition, but I will repeat myself sometimes by accident. But this is something to remember for y'all. Listen, and this is something I have to remind myself. You're only an adult. I mean, you're only a child for a, a short period of time. And each stepping stone of aging, though, you're basically redoing it all over again. So, yes, you were a baby. You were an infant. And then you were a toddler. And then you were a child. And then you were a preteen. And then a teen. Within those stages, you are within your adulthood, too. Like in your 20s, you're a baby adult. You're a baby adult. And in your 30s, you're a freaking toddler child adult. You ain't even like we like I'm technically still dumb in this thing. Like you're terrible twos, you're terrible 30s, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, like my brain is opened up and I'm like, we're putting too much pressure on humans, bro. Now, this is coming from a place of, again, love and being able not to struggle. But so I have time to think because when you're in survival mode, you can't even do what I'm doing. You can't you don't even have time to be depressed or think or, you know, relax. But thank God I got it because I'm I'm going to tell people I'm here to tell you. So you don't have to be in survival mode all the time. And people can understand, we got to relax up in this thing. We're killing ourselves. We're killing our gene pool. You know, this stuff goes to the children without our knowledge. Maybe, I guess, this episode, the theme is the children. And it's just like, we're doing too much. People be moving too fast and doing too much. And it's like, for what? And sometimes I don't even think people know what their what is. Now, we'll say millennials... Because we were raised by a group of people who had those midlife crises and were trying to figure out why, I think we're a more reflective generation. 
So maybe, you know, we're going to move different. But yeah, I, I just sometimes people actually make me nervous. But I also admire them because I'm like, wow, you're doing so much. You're accomplishing, accomplishing so much. But then at the same time, I'm like, Lord, when do you sit down? You're constantly moving. And maybe, you know, again, I could be biased because I'm one of those people I can be completely still. Like, I'm one of those people I can stand in a dark corner. Like, literally, just for the fun of, for the fun of it. So, I'm like, is it just because that's who I am as a person and I want the world to slow down with me? But I'm like, no, people really do be moving too quickly. And traveling lets most people know, like, okay, yeah, the U.S. is on some other shit. But... Yeah, we gotta we gotta chill out, bro. And I'm not saying chill out and do hair on or chill out and drink. I'm saying like literally chill, like relax the nervous system. Like get in tune with that nervous system and you'll realize your your nerves are literally jumping. Like and that's I think, you know, why people can't meditate thoroughly too, because they're like they don't know what it is, you know what I'm saying? But when you think of just all the systems in the body, the nervous system is the one that is like catching the frequencies and everything. It's it's a brain in itself and it's like people's nerves be just jumpy. They can't calm down. They're calm, they're trying to calm down their overall body without, you know, talking to the nervous system. And they're trying to calm down their brain, but it's all got to work together. And, like, it's it's wild. And we just got to remember to do stuff like that, to relax and meditate when we can. You know, obviously we have, I have different responsibilities than other people. But if you can get, you know, an opportunity, a moment or something to try even before you can fully accomplish it, just calm down and I hate saying that because you know calm saying calm down that person could be a trigger but we really do I mean and I'm really talking to myself here incense of the month is seven African powers I'm very excited about talking about this because it's very involved just to prep you I may not be pronouncing this correctly, and I'm sorry if it offends anyone. I do my best. I try my best. Um, But yes, July, incense of the month, is seven African powers. Okay, so seven African powers is a group of spiritual power amongst the Yoruba people, which, by the way, TikTok taught me. Hashtag TikTok taught me. um, That Yoruba, the word Yoruba, to identify this different group of people in Nigeria was actually also a word that was created by the colonizers. So, yeah. But moving forward, these spirits and this spiritual power amongst the Yoruba people, the Orishas, were brought to the Americas on the backs of the enslaved Africans. The seven Orisha within the seven African powers incense represent a force that offers guidance and strength through all of life's trials and tribulations the seven orisha promote luck protection and power so now i'm going to go over the seven orisha and again excuse me if i pronounce these orisha 
incorrectly. Obatala, the eldest of the Arishas, is revered as the creator of all mankind. He is called upon in times of legal strife, known to be the fair and honest judge. Obatala provides strength to the innocent and justice to the guilty. Olegua is considered the first Arisha created. All prayers pass through Olegua before reaching any other Arisha. Pray to Olegua in matters of destiny and fate. Yemoja is the Arisha of motherhood and the queen of the sea. She is prayed to in matters of fertility and spiritual growth. Yemoja is a source of comfort and strength in times of emotional crisis. Ogon, a protective father figure, is the Arisha of tools and weapons. A lover of the wilderness, Ogon offers strength and protection to those who battle to fight. Oshan, which is very popular one, most people can recognize Oshan. Oshan is the goddess of love and abundance. Oshan is called upon for guidance and love and desire. She helps to support those who are going through a period of growth and transition. Shango is the Orisha of lightning, power, sensuality, and passion. Oya, Orisha of communication between the living and the dead, a favorite lover of Shango, this female warrior summons tornadoes and lightning to battle her enemies. Now, apparently, when using this incense, there is power in combining these seven Arisha. However, because some Arisha don't get along in other combinations, it is not ad advocated to venerate them in the same space as it can cause adverse and counterproductive effects. Incense of the month, seven African powers. Stone of the month is carnelian, reddish, orange mineral chalcedony found in South America and Asia. It helps hearten and healthy your sense of self to focus on the present moment. It boosts energy and encourages creativity and boundary setting. And it sounds very close to centrine. However, because it's a grounding stone, it's not so much as energy it's so much as bringing you down to earth to focus on these things, to boost those things. I like it and I need it and I love it. Song of the Day is High by Let It See. I love her and her voice. I hope that you will tonight look up at the sky and see the moon if you can see it. And I hope your July is off to a much better start than mine is don't ever buy tahini um <laughs> at least that's where I'm at with it you know what I'm saying I again I'm still scarred I'm not over it I don't know how to get this taste out of my mouth or what I don't even know if it's a taste I think I'm just literally scarred like I just think and I'm so just tempted to throw it away you know you win some you lose some you know but ooh, I just hope y'all just don't get it 
you know. Um, but take care and I'll see you next week. <laughs>